0: Welcome to Spirit Healer, a Hearthstone Mercenaries podcast. Your resting point between quests. Let's join our hosts as we talk about this week's events in Hearthstone Mercenaries.
1: Welcome to Spirit Healer, a Hearthstone Mercenaries podcast, a podcast focused on taking you through mercenaries news, updates, and weekly topics to keep you at the top of your mercenaries game. I'm Dragon Rider, joined as always by my fellow hosts Cinder and Simba, and oh boy, gentlemen, do we have a Ooh. packed show tonight! <laughs> yeah,
2: coming in hot. Yeah,
0: pretty. Hot. I'm 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 hopping mad, and I'm ready to eat. I'm ready to go Howard Beale on this microphone. But um, you know, yeah, I think let's 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 talk about the good stuff. Let's talk about the the changes to the mercs and and all that fun stuff before we get into the into the nitty gritty, because I want I want to want to at least give people a chance to tune into that if they choose to. Yeah, yeah you, you heard me. <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely. It'll, it'll be there, but there are a ton of a ton of cool changes, like actually a ton this time.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah so they they released right. We got the like big uh, expansion announcement and all of that, which uh, the only thing I guess for the announcement itself relative to mercenaries would be that. If you are looking at getting the Mega Bundle, uh, they are now including uh, Mercenaries, a little bit of Mercenary stuff in that bundle. So you can get uh, five Mercenaries packs and a Mercenaries Legendary that you'll be able to use, like, if you were to pre-purchase tomorrow, you get those immediately when you log into game. So, you know, that's something uh, that relates if you want those. Uh, But yeah, I loved this in the, the patch notes that came with all of that. It says... Several mercenaries have been buffed, and I went okay. And then I started scrolling and scrolling and <laughs> scrolling, and I was like, What? There's like 11 A mercenaries, and some of them have multiple changes. Several mercenaries, yeah, 11. That's I feel like that's more than several, <laughs>
0: <laughs> more than two, less than 51. Yeah, 50,
1: 56. <laughs> well. Yes, quite a bit. So let's let's go through these. Let, we'll start with Cariel Robe. So the before she had ten attack and sixty seven health at the level thirty stats, and now uh, she has ten attack and seventy three health. So they added what six more health onto her.
2: Yes. Yep. Uh, yes.
1: Good. Bad. What do you guys think?
2: That's an interesting one. Yeah, I, I, I always I felt like her. Yeah,
0: I, 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 sixty seven. I felt a little light you know i mean she she does have the self heal uh, with that with that first um death blow but um you know 67 is a is a low cap for a protector to start with i feel like so 73 seems good i mean just play with it and see but yeah seems seems fine
1: yeah it definitely especially early on i feel like protectors were honestly one of the things that kind of felt slightly weak um at least initially so it looks like the first several are uh protectors so uh, let's go in Cornelius Rome, the other Rome now. A uh, couple changes here. Hold the front. Uh, the old was four speed and cooldown one. And now it is speed two, cooldown zero. Cool. Oh, okay. That feels like a big jump.
2: It is. That is a big jump. <clears throat> I think, <laughs> I mean, might as well change it as, as large as possible right now, right? And then you can do tweaks at the end instead of having to, like, tweak it a tiny bit. Every week, just just go all in with a bunch of big changes, and if something's broken, they can fix it from there. I mean, any any taunt ability kind of is awkward to
0: use when it's got a cooldown one. Yeah. Um. So having the cooldown zero definitely helps, and and getting speed two to get ahead of almost every attack, and you know, in the meta, also pretty important. But like, hold to front also has that that he, that uh, adjacent heal, which I think why it was initially a cooldown effect. So, like, being able to get that heal going, you know, on demand, that's that's that seems like it'd be pretty significant. I'd, I'd be interested to see what, what effect that has on, on Cornelis' usage.
1: Yeah, definitely kind of interesting because, yeah, like, the taunt having no cooldown makes sense. But, yeah, then it's like, hmm, the healing is where that factors in. So, it not having a cooldown and you being able to potentially restore health to adjacent characters quickly every turn could make a difference. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but the other one is that third ability, Blessing of Sacrifice. And before it was at the rank five level, it was a speed three. And now at the rank five, it's a speed two. So again, a little bit faster. Uh, it still has that cooldown, but I, I'm i curious. these <laughs> And even just scrolling, we're going to keep talking about these, but there's a lot of speed increases.
2: Mm-hmm. Speed increasing makes sense, though, because all of the best all of the best mercenaries were speed manipulators. So, you, you know, if something's at four and it gets dropped by two, speed six, it's not going before anything. Like, I don't I don't care what it is. Six is just so slow. The only things slower than that are, like, Velen, you know, the nine speed stuff, or, like, rags ten speed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how people start shifting a little bit and using other things. Um, overall, though, like, before I get into the next one, I, I love the fact that they chose to go with buffs. To what they, they maybe felt like they could bring up in in standing instead of doing nerfs. Uh, I feel like over the years, Blizzard has tended to go towards nerfs first. Uh, and I know even we've talked about it on the show. Like, uh, if they nerf stuff, is there going to be some sort of, like, compensation or reimbursement? How are they going to handle that for mercenaries? But instead, they just said, you know what? We're just going to buff some stuff instead. And I, I feel like I really like that choice. So... Um, and I, I think
0: I heard that somewhere that that was kind of the philosophy for mercenaries to to buff first instead of nerf. Um, which, I mean, I guess you know it's it's six one way, half a dozen the other. But uh, yeah, like nerfs just feel bad. <laughs> so in this case, you have when you when you're buffing stuff, it's like oh this I really liked this character now you know they're better so maybe I'll get more play out of them. So yeah, plus you can always adjust like you said you can always adjust down if it if it was too much. So yeah, like this is, this is, I think it's a good philosophy.
1: All right, uh, going into our next one, Gromash, another couple of changes here. Uh, the first one, Staggering Slam, which is the second ability uh, that deals 10 damage. Well, at, at five, it deals 10 uh, to an enemy and its next ability is six slower. That's what mine says. So uh, the old, it said, was speed of four and now it's a speed of two. So again, yeah. increasing so you can get that off really early, and start targeting a specific mercenary on the other side, and decreasing that next ability uh, for that enemy mercenary.
2: That's a really cool one, Proxamro. Now, oh, that's true. I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yeah. Um.
0: Oof. Yeah. Big orc team energy there. I like that. I mean, it, it was you could already do the speed tie at speed at speed four, but speed two gives you a little more room in case you get, you know, you get modified by something else on the board. But yeah, like Gromash just in general was so slow to use. Yeah. He's, he was tough to use just because of that. And I know we're going to, we're about to mention the battle fury as well, but like, yeah, like a, a, a speed modifying ability that has a, a natural speed of two is pretty good.
1: Yes. Well, yeah. Speaking of that next. So the other one is battle fury, which is that third ability, uh, which gives attack. you know, it gains attack and then attacks an enemy and one of its neighbors It used to be speed nine with that one cooldown, one turn cooldown, and now it's a speed six. They increased it by three speed. I mean, it still has the cooldown, but that feels like such a big jump. And I I feel like makes it a little bit more good feeling, I I guess, is, like, the only way. Because when I've tried to use Gromosh, I'm like, man, that just, it's so slow. Like, I never want to use that ability because it just takes forever
2: yeah, it's definitely more middle of the road now. Like, if it gets slowed, it's not over 10. And when it gets, you know, sped up by, like, a Karen, it might attack you know, faster than I guess a 5, depending on how the tie works there.
0: And I think I think the concern, probably, with it being at speed 9 was just that you know, since it's attacking, it's getting an attack buff and attacking twice, it's a lot. Uh, but, I mean, speed 9, it's, it's almost unusable. So, I, I, a moderate speed 6 seems like a a more reasonable play there.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, the next one, we're moving into Jaraxxus. And uh, again, another couple of changes. Uh, we've got the first one is fist of Jaraxxus, which at rank five, it used to be speed six and deal 12 damage to a random enemy. Repeat for each of your other demons. And now it is a speed four. So two speed faster and deals 15 instead of 12 to a random enemy and repeat for each of the other demons.
0: I think this one really has to be talked about almost with the the second change to Fel Infernal, if you want to hit that one real quick.
1: Yep, so Fel Infernal, which uh, these are, again, the second and third abilities. Fel Infernal, the third one, used to be speed five with a cooldown of one and is now a speed four, no cooldown
0: because fell internal was difficult to use with a cooldown because it you know y- the whole idea of fist of Jiraxis there is to try to fill your board with demons and with a cooldown ability on on the the minion spawn it gets tough it's it's tough to get that going so with with zero cooldown it's gonna be easier to play some mind games with Jiraxis on whether or not you're gonna spawn on any given turn and and whether or not you can get a full board of demons to really get Fissurexus moving, uh, so, so yeah, this is a this is a very interesting change. This might make demons a demon uh, warband a little more uh, practical for for PvP.
2: Maybe we'll see.
1: You have any thoughts on Draxus there, Simba?
2: Not on Draxus particularly. It's it's um it's definitely an interesting change. I like the Fell Infernal cooldown to zero. You can get four mercs on the board. <clears throat> that works with not only jaraxxus but anything that has an effect that depends on how many mercenaries you have on the board um i do like the speed four specifically of the fist of jaraxxus though whether you have the fel infernal or not
1: yeah yeah lots of more like mid game or like mid speed tiers it seems like like this four to six kind of range is definitely uh becoming a bit more popular now with a lot of these changes um, so, uh, again, moving on to the next one. Yet another, uh, another red mercenary. There's so many. Why are there so many? Yeah. They were so weak. It feels like. Uh, but we've got Varian Wren, uh, The third ability here, Retaliation, has a couple of changes. Uh, it looks like they removed the cooldown. It had a one-turn cooldown. That's no longer there. And before, at rank five, it was it read. After an enemy attacks this turn, attack it. And now the new rank five says, After an enemy attacks this turn, gain plus five attack and attack it. So increasing, uh, you know, increasing when and how effective that ability is really removes the cooldown and gives attack now as well to it.
0: You know, I I don't have the client open and I probably should. What's the what's the speed on retaliation? I'll look it up because
2: that was about to be my exact question. It's two. <laughs> there
1: you <laughs> go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm looking through these as we talk about them in game. So yeah, it's a two speed that now it's no a really longer has the course. cooldown. Yeah. So I I feel like we just talked about that with, uh, which one was it? With um, Cornelius, right? That was the same thing. It was fast or yeah. it was a slower thing, had the cooldown. Now again, they removed the cooldown, but still that two speed and no cooldown on it makes it really
0: nice Yeah, and, the, and then the the attack bonus too because like retaliation and then um you know mr smite has a similar ability with uh what is it overboard i think it's called but but these intercept uh abilities where they attack in rip re- in retribution or retaliation one might say <laughs> uh to an opposing attack or to opposing damage which which really get, it allows you to get a ton of value out of uh, a merc that has its attack buffed which this now does innately um, so with it being cooldown zero, like just there's no reason not to just spam this every turn against a, an attack-heavy team. Like this seems really good.
2: I think it's insane. I know I didn't have a lot of thoughts about Draxis, but this being speed two comboed with say Cornelius, right? So you can get heals every turn ish. Um, mm. It also seems like a direct fu to Samuro. Not not specifically. <laughs> I know they're trying to balance everything, right? But like. That, that's what it seems like, right? Because you were getting your two-speed virella, Blinding lumens, and then you were having Samuro directly after that. Well, now Rin will run the Retaliation on two and then crack Samuro twice for free, plus five attack each Ooh. time, and deal double damage to it, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that's real good. Of course, then you know Samuro can just do his little illus- illusory attackers. I can never remember the names of the abilities. The, the second ability... 'Cause then you then you're attacking the, the phantoms, right? As oh, opposed the to the
1: mirror image.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, as opposed. If it survives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. True.
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't but yeah, think I mean it,
2: that's a that's a worry. But even yeah. if it attacks the, the mirror image, the, it still has plus five attack.
1: Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's
2: true. I, yeah, you I, still get the still get the buff.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't think about it before, but that added attack specifically for critical hits makes such a huge difference.
2: Yeah, plus 10 damage and per smack to face.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it, it's it's a it's a built-in escalating damage, you know, it's it's not like, you know, plus x damage to certain to a certain damage type, it's just plus x damage to him. So just getting him off the board with an attack is just going to be that much more painful. So it's yeah. It seems real good.
1: Yeah, I that's one of my favorite ones, I think. I definitely... I still have Varian at level one, but now I'm kind of like, I kind of want to play him. Um, okay, well, I think if I'm looking at this, that meh, I don't know if they, it's alphabetical order. Never mind. I was going to say, maybe it's all the uh, protectors, but no, I think it's an alphabetical order. All right, well, let's look at uh, Illidan next. He is our next one. Uh, he is the fighter, and... Him and Old Murky are getting a lot of changes. There's actually three changes here, coming in for Illidan. So, uh first here, oh, I did not, I didn't copy the. Nope. Oh, it just doesn't have a name. That's why, because it's for him. Oh my gosh! All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's not an ability. I was it's like, just what am stats. I looking at? <laughs> I was really confused. Okay, yes. Before, his stats were 9 attack and 69 health. Nice. At level 30. And now, he has 12 attack and 74 health at level 30. And I think these are just leveled to 30, right? These aren't maxed. So, you'll still get the, like, plus 1, plus 5. If you have not maxed out beyond this. This is just once you get it to level 30, these would be the stats on it. Uh, So... Three more attack, five more health. Seems good. Seems good. I like the attack. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm looking at it right now. It's already in the client. I'm like, oh crap, he's already twelve. Like, I yeah. I haven't used Illidan a whole bunch, so I, I don't I don't have a good grip on this change. But yeah, that's a, that's that's significant. That's a really high attack stat.
1: Okay, uh, let me read through the other two changes here, and then we can talk about these. So the other couple of changes for Illidan. Our Blade Dance, which is actually the third ability there. And it went from a two-turn cooldown to now a one-turn cooldown. It's still 10 speed, but you only have to wait one turn for it. But that's uh, still a hefty, hefty speed to pay. And then the other change is actually the first equipment that we're going to talk about. And that's for Demon Shroud, which is the equipment... It's the third slotted equipment that you get for completing task number two. And uh, so Demon Shroud, before it said, take five less damage while attacking. And now it says, take 10 less damage while attacking. I, I yeah, think that's at the, uh, the maxed out. But yeah, wow.
2: Especially with the attack buff, it, it gives you a huge <laughs> incentive to attack. I mean, you were attacking anyways, right? But um, the buff and attack, now it'll do 24 on a critical hit. And you'll take ten less damage from them. So that's just—it's mm-hmm. an interesting spread in the amount of damage you'll do more, as well as the amount of damage you'll take less.
1: Yeah, I, that definitely feels more in line with some of the other, uh, the other fighters. I feel like because he, he seemed slightly weak to me in terms of like, okay, well, why do I want to like? I guess I could be attacking, but it's—it wasn't feeling as good. But yeah. These changes, I feel like, make a huge difference totaled. So I'm really curious to see how much more Illidan starts getting played.
2: Hopefully, it's just super balanced across the board. Like everything yeah. gets played more. I mean, that's that's kind of what yeah. They that's the goal, were wanting, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because so many of these look fun, even if they don't stick. Like even if the meta stays the same, I feel like we'll see him for at least a few weeks. People just trying to put cool stuff together simply because it's changed, right? It's like when something new comes out at your favorite bar or restaurant, you just go and try it because it's there, you know? Yeah. So there's going to be some fun stuff to see.
1: Yeah, and I think I saw... It, it might have been on Twitter, um, but basically there was kind of the the overall kind of just dev analysis looking at this. Like, they're trying to make a lot of these changes uh, to also, like you said, kind of bring up a lot of the play. And also we can't necessarily completely control which mercenaries we get. Um, Of course we get the, the initial like eight mercenaries for completing the tutorial. But after that, you're, you're a little bit at the mercy of pack openings or what coins you're able to find. If you can find enough coins for a specific merc to be able to craft it. Uh, So, you know, some people might not have all of the mercenaries. And if they only have mercenaries that might've been quote unquote weaker, then that kind of feels bad. So, also, them bringing a lot of these up, I think it's going to feel a lot easier for people to actually just use the mercenaries that they have in their collection and feel good with using those. The sure. show. All right. Next up, we have Mutinous. I have the- a <laughs> yeah, cute portrait. He's so cute. He's very curious about this little crystal he's holding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: You know what? I haven't even looked at that one yet. It's uh, it's
1: cute. cute. His little eyes, like, like, looking around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, a couple of changes to Muteness. We have Scaly Taunt, which is that second ability there. And before, at rank 5, you would get Taunt, and this takes three less damage this turn. But now, at rank 5, you gain Taunt, and it takes five less damage per turn. And then the uh, other one is the Iridescent Necklace, which uh, is the first, well, it's like the first slotted equipment piece. It's the one you get at level 30. And it used to be at rank four, it was fully maxed. Uh, the Scaly Top makes this merc take three less damage this turn. And now uh, it makes it take le- three less damage and is immune to critical damage this turn. Dang.
2: That's huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that wow like that I, that's that's the one that kind of made me pop when I when I was reading through these like that is a that makes scaly taunt pretty good like and you know hes he's a legitimate taunt in your fighter slot and your green slot you know and that that that's that's such a cool thing for uh you know for 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 making like unusual cops because like yeah of course he's a Murloc and he's gonna slot in well with other Murlocs, especially with devour, devour is such a cool ability. Um, but, you know, just, just being able to, to free up your, you know, your protector to serve as more of a fighter. Like, you know, you, you have stuff like giraxus Varian, um, Gruul that are just, you know, they don't have any taunt abilities. They don't have anything that encourages them to be attacked. So having, having mutinous serve in the taunt position, um, is, I think is going to open up some, some cool stuff, I think.
2: Yeah, it's a maximum of, I believe, like, 16 health saved, right? Because it'll be 5 plus 3, and since it can't be critically damaged, they wouldn't get the extra 8 off of that. I think my math could be wrong, but I I think I know what I'm saying. Um, And then it'd be really cool if you can, like, taunt that up and then play with, uh, like, Cariel Roam. If you can get that proc off, heal everything back up instead of being forced to use Cariel as the taunt. That's true, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I can definitely see this helping to make um, Murlocs a little bit more viable, and we've still got uh, another Murloc coming up next too. So very interesting. Mm-hmm. I I I'm seeing the same math as you are, Simba. With the if you are using the iridescent necklace as your equipment piece, then yeah, you can get that eight damage less. And then it would also be you know, immune to the critical damage. So yeah, that that sounds like the same math that I'm getting. But kind of interesting. It might make the Murlocs a little bit more stable, keep them in the game even slightly longer to try to push the damage that they want to be pushing. I, I haven't seen a ton of Murloc stuff, but maybe afterwards, maybe people will want to be playing them if they have them.
0: Yeah, I do. I And I definitely, I mean, I, I wanted to before anyway, but now it's just... No,
2: it's just better.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I started leveling mine up. I got them to, like, f- anywhere between 15 and 17. And then I, I realized, I was like, I'm not going to be able to use these. <laughs> so I just decided I'd put them off until later. Now seems like a good later.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I, I feel like when we're talking about this also, anybody that's listening, I, most of the time when we're saying how good or relevant they'll be or how much play they'll see we're mostly talking about PVP, right? Like you can pretty much use any kind of combination of stuff or whatever you have for PVE, at least for the most part. But when we're, when we're talking about the viability or how often we're going to see this, it's uh, relating to PVP content. Uh, yeah, okay. if we need
2: to do a specific like segment on the how to beat PVE bosses or something like that, we can do that Like if that's wanted. But I agree, like all yeah. of the how much are we going to see them? That's that's pvp because most of these changes aren't geared i don't believe towards pve um like dragon rider was saying you know you can not necessarily take any comp but pretty much any comp right put anything together and find a bunch of cool ways to beat each boss you know you could take six seven eight nine ten different versions of six mercenaries in and beat the same boss over and over and over and over. (laughs) it's kind of yeah and
0: we, we we could we could definitely do that content but like i also want to shout out some of the people who've, who are already paving that path like um i know old guardian specifically has already got a, a guide for like every heroic boss in black rock mountain just pretty yes. awesome That's um nice. yes you know, yeah stuff like that is 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 super needed because some of that stuff's super hard um See, so yeah, like we won't be the first to it, but we'll be glad to present it to you in audio format if that's the that's your preferred way to get that content. Maybe we can have one of those one of those folks as a guest. That might be a thing to do in the near future.
1: Absolutely, yes, and I, I think that uh, that post came out too like the day after we recorded last week, which we talked about yeah. PVE, and I was like, oh, <laughs> the timing is so bad there, dang, because we definitely would have. Uh, shouted that out and plugged that. If that <laughs> site was like just perfect fitting for our topic last week, but uh, that's that's all right. You know, that's that's the the downfall sometimes of doing these these recordings is that sometimes we're just gonna miss out a little bit on on that news and we have to wait until next week to talk about it. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's it there's a, yeah, but there there are definitely a ton. So again, let us know. We'll we'll plug all of where you can find us and reach us at the end of the show, give us feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. We'd love to hear it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Like if, if you have a super cool uh, piece of content article, you know, maybe you're doing it on stream or something, let us know. We're I mean, I don't I don't want to speak for the for everybody here, but I'm pretty sure we're pretty okay with boosting everybody else's content. Like let's all Yeah. Let's all be happy you know, Christmas land friend time in the content creation community. And it's always been that way with Hearthstone.
2: Yeah, no need to gatekeep when we all want the information anyways. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. We're all in this together.
2: All in this. I've never seen that movie, never mind. Onward.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, continuing with that all in on this together, let's continue with the Murlocs and talk about Old Murkai. And Old Murkai is one of the other two I mentioned earlier we had – Illidan had three different changes and old murky also has three different changes. So I'm going to read through these real quick. We've got felfin navigator, which is the second ability. And before at rank five, it read give your other murlocs plus three plus five. And now it is give your other murlocs plus five plus five. Uh, then we've got giant fin, which is the third ability that you get a level 15. And before it, well, it summons a, a murloc, right? A rushing murloc. Uh, before, at the rank 5, it was a 16-16. Now, it is a 20-20. And then the third change is to uh, the third slot equipment, which is the one you get for uh, hitting level 30, Primordial fin. And uh, it was Giant fin gains plus 8 attack before. And now, Giant fin gains plus 8 attack and Divide shield. <laughs> Divine Shield Murlocs are in mercenaries. Let's go. So this is
0: actually really cool. Like before, Bubble Wand his his uh, his first equipment was kind of like the only one that I felt was usable because it gave him Divine Shield when he used his first ability for invasion. But with um, with with Giant Finn getting Divine Shield off of that off of the um, the equipment there, like that's really big deal because. Now you're, you're talking about making a minion who's a 28 attack, but 20 health, meaning pretty easy to clear, you know, what, once he gets targeted by an attack, because he's not in the first round he gets created, right? So you, you, you make him first and he's got the divine shield and that makes him that much more difficult. Now they actually have to focus down that minion if they don't want him cleared off the board. And and that just changes a, a, the the dynamic for old Merkai as far as like creating minions. Because that's his whole thing. Like just keep spamming out, you know, felfin navigators, giant fins, just you know, keep just, just keep churning out extra minions to to increase the, the board pressure. So making that making that, that divine shield on giant fin, oof man, what a big change.
2: It's awesome. I love it. Just make giant fin as giant as possible. Mm-hmm. Why not? And then, I don't know if a ton of people were, like, trying to clear the giant thing. I don't know if this makes sense. So, like, sometimes when giant thing would come out, right, I would just look at it and be like, I'll eventually clear this with AoE or, like, it attacking into me. Knowing that it could possibly have divine shield a turn after makes me, like, want to clear it. Because if I don't clear it, then it's going to take either me two attacks or they're going to get a free 28 damage. So, Mm -hmm. it's like... It's almost like it says gain plus eight attack and divine shield and taunt, sort of, depending on how you look at it. Um, so I think that's really interesting as a way to swing the game. It sort of feels like, I don't know, if we're talking like FPS, it sort of feels like a grenade, right? Like you're, you're zoning, trying to move the other team to do something very, very specific. and Because they can't do anything, right? That's a whole attack. as a whole attack taken just to get off a of divine shield. And even yeah. if it's a caster, so they don't like lose any health. What that caster attack is gone. I, it's it's awesome. There's so many uses for this,
1: yeah. And and the thing that I like about it too, I've noticed even like in the PVE content, when you find like the passives or maybe the uh, you know, like the boons that give one of your your mercs like divine shield, just having that divine shield to have to answer, like you're saying, is sometimes just so annoying because then you're it also means. You have to get through the divine shield plus all the health on it. And that's just like an extra created thing. It's like a token, right? It's, it's not even one of the mercenaries. That's part of the party. <laughs> it's like an extra thing that you're having to like, okay, now I got to get through this divine shield. I got to take care of this. And because of the change to the giant fin itself, adding the health too, I, I feel like that's just that little bit more. That's going to make it uh, slightly out of range of some critical hits even with those AOEs that you were talking about. So maybe. Oh, Gi-
0: Giant Finn doesn't get critical, right? Because he's a neutral. Is he? Yeah, which is even worse. <laughs> you
2: can't crit him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't realize I think... that. I thought he was still I believe, just I a... believe
2: both Murlocs are. Both of the ones that you yeah. summon. Oh. Neutral. I'm
0: like 90% certain that they're neutral. Yeah.
1: I don't know why I never realized that. Okay, well... Never mind what I said about the critical damage. But still, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that just makes him that much that much tougher to get off the board. You're right.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, added health and and the divine shield just make it so awkward. And you're still just targeting down this extra thing that was created. I was like, oh, okay. Well, now I want to answer that thing. But if you're attacking that, then you're leaving up their actual mercenaries instead of mm-hmm. that giant fish that was created. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the next one here. Uh, Rathorian, is that, that, I'm pretty sure that's how we're saying it. Sure. Uh, He is another fighter, so another green. Uh, Previously at the 30, level 30, uh, he was nine attack and 76 health. And now at level 30, he is 11 attack and 76 health. So this one, no added health on it and just two attack more. but just that slight little edge. And then the other change is to Hulking Over Fiend, which is that second ability. And before it was a rush and a death blow, this attacks the lowest health enemy. And now it's a battle cry, attack the lowest health enemy, death blow, attack the lowest health enemy.
0: Wait, did it did it have the death blow before? Yeah, I guess I guess it did, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So now it's instead of a rush. At least that's what it was typed in as in the notes. It's before it was a rush, and now it's the battle cry, so it, it can have two effects, right? It, The battle cry yeah. it would attack, and then if it also gets a death blow, then it would attack the lowest health enemy again. So potentially two attacks there. It's kind yeah. of still the same, but...
2: It sounds the same. It's hurting my brain trying to figure out what the difference of wording is here. Like I'm trying to figure out why the rush versus the battle cry would be different. I don't know.
1: There's got to be some interaction that it, that it affects. I'm just not thinking of it right now.
0: Yeah, not sure. But <laughs> the um, the you know the, the eleven going up from nine to eleven attack is is kind of cool too, just because Fel command is his third ability. You know, gives him extra attack, and if you're using the Soul Gem, it gives him a bunch of extra health too. Um, so you know he's he's got a a built in escalating damage uh for his for his attacks, which is which is pretty cool. And being able to start at eleven instead of nine is makes that, that too makes a big difference when you start thinking about critical hits and stuff. So it's just be interesting to see if, if like Rathorian plus the Jiraxis change, plus you know, Gul'dan's all the way at the bottom of the list here has got a, a minor change, but just seeing if like the those those fell slash demon builds are gonna be a little more viable now, which might be. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Uh, moving on to another fighter here with Rakara. One change to her. She's got a change to Orc Onslaught, which is that third ability. Uh, before, it was a speed seven, and now it is reduced to a speed five. And that's the one that uh, deals some damage and repeat for each other orc that you control. So a little bit faster speed, still has a cooldown. You know, maybe helps if you're going for kind of that, that tribal build.
2: Yeah, help get a little damage out before getting wiped off the face of the earth. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
0: mean, I feel like Rakara saw very little play. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but, uh, you know, they just just a general speed up just to get them more relevant. You know, seems, seems good.
1: Yeah, and I believe, if I remember correctly, Rakara is one of the eight that you get uh, initially, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. At least I got her. Initially, so I didn't question <laughs> <Yes>. it,
1: but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I think uh, a couple of these, or half of them maybe, half of the ones that you get at the beginning all were part of this this change, and Rakara was one of them. So, you know, helps a little bit with at least, again, those mercenaries that people are going to have. Maybe that for like free-to-play players, this is kind of all they have. So a little bit of change might be able to help them push a little bit further in, in a bounty or, or maybe something... A little bit more effective. All right, going on to our next fighter. We have Scabs Cutter Butter. Got one change here. Before Scabs was eight attack and sixty-nine health. Nice at level thirty. I'm required to say it every time. Every time. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) And (laughs) yes. And now at level thirty, it's ten attack and seventy-two health. So plus two attack plus three health there at max level. Okay.
0: Yeah. Cool. I mean he's he's a generally good, decent to good merc. So just getting a little buff there to get some more usage, I think.
1: Alright. Uh another kind of just stat line change on our next caster, which is or Fighter, excuse me.
0: Fighter. Uh yeah.
1: Tyrion Forgering. Before he was a level or a, a nine attack, sixty nine health. Nice. At level 30. And <laughs> now the health state the same, but three more attack, which is pretty sweet. I really like this with the um, judgment of humility, which is the third ability that sets. Uh, I have it at three and it sets its attack to one and then you mm-hmm. attack it. <laughs> so extra health on that is pretty nice.
0: And I'm I'm going to guess this is this is just a guess. But I Tyrion might now be the only Merc still with sixty nine health, and if I know Cora, that was probably on purpose. She, she was probably <laughs> like, "No, no, no, we gotta have at least one." <laughs> That's amazing.
1: <laughs> yes, I did not realize until reading through these how many were at, were at sixty nine health before <laughs> these changes. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think uh, it seems like a lot of the fighters uh, got some added attack, which definitely feels pretty nice. I, yeah, well, you it know, they're feels like it's yeah, yeah. It, it's weird though because then like the protectors got added health, so then it's like well, it, it's kind of just a wash between those. But mm, I mean, I think it, I
0: think it speaks to how how good casters were. You know, because yes. they're they're casters, they're dealing their damage without any any blowback. Which fighter protector, that yeah. relationship was not not true. You know, they were, they they have to in order for most of them to get their damage, and they got to take damage back. Which you know, by by increasing the both the the outgoing and the incoming damage, uh, cap for for the for those two, it kind of brings them up to par with the casters. I think is the is the idea. Yeah. yeah.
1: Agreed. Well. Speaking of casters, if if I'm looking at this correctly, our last change here to Gul'dan. Gul'dan's the only caster that got changed.
2: Casters were OP.
1: So, yep. Listen, <laughs> that fits listen casters were so <laughs> OP. <Yeah. laughs> just a little. Just a little. Uh, one change here, which is to Siphon Life, which is the third ability. And it just uh, was before a speed seven and now it's a speed six. So, okay. Deal some damage, restore some health to all friendly orcs and demons for one speed faster. Cool. Okay. Okay. Good talk.
0: Yeah. Perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean Exactly. It makes a little bit of sense. They kind of buffed some other like you were saying other demons and and fell and and that so maybe throwing Gul'dan in one of those uh warbands. I love that by the way. I'm still going to call more bands. Um, Heck yeah. You know that cool. Okay. So you get a little bit of speed faster there hopefully you can i don't know it's still seemingly slow compared to what you might be fighting against but maybe you can get a little bit of healing on some of your your demons but that's it okay, i don't know through. what to
2: do with that i never know what to do with that like do you, do you heal or do yeah. you do damage i don't i don't know if it heals enough for me to want to use the healing if that makes sense like obviously healing is good but I want their mercenaries gone. And I feel like sometimes if I heal, they're just going to get critical damage out anyways. And then I like wasted damage. So, I mean, I'm not saying this change is bad. I'm just, I'm wondering if the damage slash healing might've needed to be changed as opposed to the speed, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see.
0: Yeah. And, and maybe that's what what the idea was like, like, okay, it's a healing effect that goes on seven. Maybe we should bring that down and make it a little more relevant.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely, agree I was I was in that same line of thought with you Simba too like I'm interested that they changed the speed on it and not the amount of damage slash healing that it does but maybe again with the other changes of bringing some of those other demons and orcs and stuff up then maybe that's kind of where they were balancing it I guess with with the other things and then like Gul'dan is I don't know (laughs) Gul'dan's just kind of there I,
0: I mean, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no question about that. But uh, yeah, I don't, this is uh, this had to be the, the, this is the kind of change where like they really they probably really agonized over this for a while before decided to make that tiny adjustment because it had to be there's some interaction they were they were mulling over, I'm sure that we're not aware of.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, for sure. But Is Siphon Life the one where you do damage and it heals automatically? Uh, well, you, let's yeah. take a look. Yeah, please. Because yeah, I think I think everything that I said was just irrelevant. I just had this epiphany. <laughs> Hold on, you were yeah. thinking
0: of a different a different ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're there. There is another ability that 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 I I know what you're thinking of. It's it's either damage or heal. But siphon yeah, it's life. Death do, it's death coil. It's damage Lich King's death coil.
2: Okay. Right. right yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Less yeah, speed, de- more better. Got it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You deal the damage, and then you restore that much health to all friendly orcs and demons. However much yeah. damage yeah. you did is what the restoring is.
2: Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Going to six. That's a very good. That's that's very very good. Yeah. I was thinking of death coil because like sometimes I'm like, why waste the time using a seven speed death coil to heal a little bit of health when I can just do damage. That's what I was talking about. But no, this is good. I siphon mean, it's, siphon it's- life change. Good
0: there's there's still some relevance there because you are you're, you're you're making a choice between fellbolt Bol- Fel and rain of destruction with, which both mm, yes. just chuck out a ton of damage as opposed to siphon life which is significantly lower damage but it adds you know you get that healing effect instead so yeah. it, that that choice still exists yes
1: well there was a lot of changes yeah. i i t- several several changes yes there were several changes uh, and buffs So we got through all those, um, but there definitely is still more to talk about. Uh, We definitely still want to touch on the Global Invitational Tournament. Uh, I have a little thing I want to plug because it's exciting news. But before we get to all of that, there definitely is some more kind of heavy, intense stuff that we really need to and want to talk about because it is important and it is relevant. But I think... Uh, I'm going to turn it over to Cinder to take the lead on it.
0: Okay, I I, I was wondering if if we were going to establish an order on this because I, I'm either going to go first or last. It's because because I'm I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna go off here for a second. So I so glad that everybody got the good the good change discussion out first because this is this is the difficult stuff. When when Dawn and I were talking about making the podcast, it's like Dawn this is the thing if i do this podcast with you whenever there's a there's something that needs to be addressed in the community i want to be able to talk about that because i I don't want to have a voice and not be able to speak truth to power and she was like absolutely so like great we're doing this podcast (laughs) so here we are it's episode six we have something to talk about um It's, it's been all over the, 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 the Twitters and, you know, and other, other social forums. But if you, if you didn't notice, there was an article that was dropped in the wall street journal uh, and is being mirrored in a couple of different places. uh, If you don't have a subscription, it basically describes, uh, through some, some pretty thorough investigative journalism, uh, that the Activision, uh, CEO, big, big honcho, Bobby Kotick, whose name I'm sure you've heard, um, Turns out that he has known about all of the problems with the sexual harassment uh, and the, the the gender pay disparities and and the, the abuse that was happening inside of uh, of the company, especially towards female employees. He knew about all those things. He always knew about those things, and he did nothing, nothing about it. And it it gets even worse when you read this article because they had some conversations with people. Where Kotick was threatening people who 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 said they were going to speak out against him, threatened like calling people, leaving voicemails, telling them that he was going to have them killed. Like it's that bad. And the 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 most sickening thing about this situation currently is that it see, excuse me, it seems to be that the board of directors at ABK at Activision Blizzard King. Not only did they know about this, not only did they actually have a heads up that this article was going to drop today, they don't care. They support Bobby Kotick. They don't want to get rid of Bobby Kotick. and th- you know this. This all started back in July uh, when when all of these people started coming out and speaking about the, the just the rampant ab- culture of abuse that was going on in, in ABK, and you know that everyone said, okay, you, you got to clean out the C-suite. You know, you got to you got to start with the top and just go all the way down. And everybody who's who's uh, implicated in this, either doing it or doing nothing to stop it, needs to go. Kotick is still at the top and doesn't look like he's he's going anywhere anytime soon. And as the person at the top, you're responsible for what happens to the people who are in your care. The first and number one responsibility for an employer is to provide a safe place for people to work. And I don't mean like in a social justice sense, I mean safety, like so that people don't get hurt, so that people don't go home with broken bones and broken legs and and contusions and concussions and things. But that also applies to violence and abuse in the workplace is violence, even if it's not like physically hitting someone, causing someone trauma is violence. And if you knew about it and you weren't stopping it, you are responsible So Bobby Kotick and anyone else, anyone else in that company who knew about it and tried to cover it, cover it up, has to go. End of story. No protecting this guy. I know he makes the the board a ton of money and I know they love him because that's all that corporate boards care about. That's all that the shareholders care about is whether or not the value of their stock goes up. I hate that. I really do. And the only way that they're going to push out Bobby Kotick is if it hits them in the checkbook. And I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to protest this. And this is such a difficult position because the Hearthstone team, they're, they're, there's just like one of the best. We know all these people. I, I did a podcast with Cora for years before she, she moved on to casting and eventually into development at Blizzard. We know Nick deck tech. We know him personally. He's a friend of ours. We know Celeste. Alon. She just got hired on as a community manager. We know Chalky's still up there. You know, he was one of us. He was what he was a competitive player playing alongside as a dream hack. We know these people. And we know that Team 5, the Hearthstone team, is outside of this whole mess. Cause I, I can tell you personally, if it was happening there, Korra would not have it. Okay. She would be busting butts in a heartbeat. And it's so difficult because every time the Hearthstone team does something great, like the Horde versus Alliance, the the fractured and, and Alterac that just you know dropped today, here comes this other bullshit. With Kotick just marring the whole thing. And it's so frustrating because I want to support Team Five. I want to be there for my friends. I want to be there to support the content that they're making. But ABK is making it really damn difficult to do that by continuing this sickening pattern of abuse and covering it up and just not caring. It has got to stop. And we have, there's, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to protest. I don't even want you to protest necessarily. I don't don't want to tell you what to do. As as a fan of of Hearthstone and and a consumer of Blizzard games, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know how to protest. I don't know how to write. I don't know what to write. I don't want to tell you what to write. But I know that the first thing you've got to do is be mad about it. You've got to be angry when you see these news. And you've got to let them know that you're angry. I'm angry be angry with me. That's all I got.
1: You want to pitch in Simba? I know you were kind of trying to get caught up after like hectic work days uh, on all of the news, but I'm, I'm definitely curious to see what you have to say as well.
2: There was a lot. There was a lot to, there was a lot to read. Um, I mean, hell, there was a lot to even process just now the last couple minutes listening. Um, there is was a lot going on i mean there's always a lot going on right there's a lot going on in in life in business and and things like that but the, the biggest point out of that whole thing that i got was if you if you know it's going on and you do nothing about it cuz this doesn't just apply to things in the workplace or inequalities or you know racism or how we're treating women like this applies to to literally everything all the time if you know it's going on and you do nothing about it you're you're liable you're responsible if nothing else you're aiding in the the hard times the crises the i don't even know if i said that right crises crises doesn't matter um and so my 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 feelings are are close to the same um i didn't really know how upset i should be at the beginning um Cause just I I mean I did the thing where I was like oh I don't have enough information I don't know what's going on yada yada this that and the other um, then I kind of I kind of sat there and I realized that it didn't it didn't really matter how much information I had or how much I had read or how much I had talked to other people um, I was simply just also upset and I don't know what I want to do because um, I've been playing Hearthstone playing Overwatch talking to people about everything Blizzard for I guess for me probably not as long as other people I don't know six years seven years now. Um and it feels like I've been accidentally supporting something wrong, but I don't just want to quit playing and supporting everything and everyone cold turkey because it feels like not only would I be leaving a community that I love, but like leaving people out in the cold, especially if they don't want to do anything. about Cultic, right? And it's like, okay, I'm out. Right? And then I back out and that's just if nothing is done, it feels like one less voice. Um and so it, it kind of it, ha- it has me going back and forth on on what to do, what's right. Um because I agree that you know, we shouldn't tell people how to feel, but it's like, be mad, be upset, right? Like, I in in a previous episode, I said, you know, safe space gaming, sort of. I mean, it was never as a joke, but kind of lightheartedly, but I, I truly believe that. Like, spaces need to be held for everyone at all at times, as long as they are, you know, good people, productive people that view everyone as equals because we're people. Um, and space needs to be removed from from people who do things like this to other people, Um, not knowing what to do. Is is the the hardest part for me because there was nothing I could do beforehand, right? It's not like I knew what was going on and decided not to do anything behind the scenes. But now that I do know, I I'm like, yo, who do I reach out to? Who you know? Who do I donate to? Whose thing do I sign? Um. So if anybody has any information there, or or wants to reach out, or if we just need to sit here and talk for even longer, like I'm I'm okay with all of it because it's horrible. I don't I don't really have a good enough word to convey. How bad everything that's going on is, and and I I hope and pray that it is only as bad as we know right now. Because if it if it's worse, I don't really know how I'd react to it.
0: You, you're, I feel you big time on 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 that. You know, not not knowing what to do because you don't want to quit the game. You don't want to quit supporting the people who aren't involved with this. You know, because because the people who make hearts are good people. We we know these people, but then wh- how do you protest? How do you how do you support the game knowing that that what's going on at at ABK is still going on? And one of the current employees at at Blizzard really spoke to this. Um, she said, "If if I just quit my job and walked away in protest because I didn't want to be with uh, uh, involved with this, it's exactly what you said, Semba. It's just one less voice. It's it's less power to the people who have the 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 power to come to to unionize and collectively." Push back against the 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 C suite at, at Blizzard at not not really at Blizzard Ag, at Activision, and you you don't want to leave those people behind. You know you if you care about the product, you need to stay and fight for it. You need to you need to say if if everyone quits, then you just it's just leaving it in the in the state that it's in now, and that's not what we want. We want it to change. That's why we're angry about it, and that's why we're not going anywhere. You know, we, we, you're right. We it's it's tough to know how to protest. It's tough to know how to push back, especially not being employees and not being there directly involved with things. But but we're the customers, we're the consumers. We 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 should have a say in this as well. We should have a say in knowing that the product that we consume is being made ethically. You know, that's 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 something that I want. It's important to me. I want to know that the people who made this card game are treated well or paid well, have representation in the workplace. They enjoy their jobs, and they're not subject to abuse when they're trying to do their jobs. So I I think it's important to stay, Simba. I think you're right. I think it's important that we find a way to fight without just giving up on this.
1: Yeah, I, I feel that exact same way. This is definitely, I mean, like you said, this is, even as a content creator, I mean, I've been struggling with this off and on for years. Every time that any kind of, you know, Gender thing gets brought up, you know. I'm right in the middle of that, right? And as that as a creator, I've had people send me DMs or or other crap, being like, "I can't believe you're still supporting them." Blah blah blah. Well, you know, you don't have to, but it's my choice to. Because you know what? I love the game. Uh, like over, especially this year, I have been following more and more and more people that work at Blizzard. Not only on the Hearthstone team, but the eSports side of Blizzard, uh, even some other games. And, you know, all those people that I've been following, like, that's what it all comes down to, right? They're people just like us. Without the people there making the game, putting in that work every day, you're not going to have card reveals. So all the people that are out there like, oh, who cares about all this? Just give me the cards okay, well, if the company shuts down or all the people that make your damn card leave, you're not going to have any fucking cards to get during the reveals. So I'm tired of seeing that shit. I'm just going to put that out there because that is that is so tone deaf and just they absolutely do not give a shit about other people. So to see that kind of stuff just really pisses me off. It's like, you just don't give a even one ounce of care about anybody else. And if you really feel that way about the game and it's literally only for the cards and absolutely nothing else for you, maybe you can just go honestly, like just go, go ahead, go to some other game. Cause I guarantee you there's shit happening at all those other companies too. It may not be as public. It may not be as bad as it is right now at Blizzard, but there are issues and there are things happening at every single company, whether it's gaming or anything else it's happening. So if you choose to leave Hearthstone, that's your choice. If you choose to leave Blizzard, you know, all that, that is your choice as well. But it's happening in so many places. And and I know, like you guys have said as well, for me, I love Hearthstone. I love the competitive side. I love HS esports. I have loved so many of the people that I've connected with, whether that's community or people that work at Blizzard. I love seeing their personal thoughts and, you know, getting... During these difficult times when, when they post about their feelings and what's going on, it's heart wrenching. I cannot imagine what they're going through right now. I mean, I, I feel like it's it's difficult and and I've had a lot of like anxiety and, and stress looking at the news and stuff. Like every time this pops up, just as a creator. I can't imagine having to go into work and deal with that every single day, every minute that I'm there, have to worry about that on top of also trying to still do my work and, and produce content It's just it's incredible but at the end of the day they are still people and for them to be put through the ringer like this because people at the top just care about money and don't give a shit about the people it's it's infuriating it's heart-wrenching and I I know for me even like I was already working towards a lot of things personally and and trying to start already planning a lot of my goals and things that I want to do like next year and seeing this, like as, as the, the founder and CEO of Amber flight gaming, I am even like, okay, what can I like? I I feel like I'm a, I'm a decent leader, but I'm still already like, okay, what changes can I be making? What can I be doing even more for, for the crew and the members of AFG? Like how can I take this above and beyond to do even more for them because they deserve it. They put in hard work all the time and, you know, in order to continue to put out that good work and that, that content, like we've seen, I mean, Hearthstone, like the Hearthstone team puts out so much content consistently. If you, especially if you look at, at like the Hearthstone compared to some of the other Blizzard games, the Hearthstone team puts out so much consistent content. It's crazy. And I I want to be able to continue supporting that for a long, long time and share my passion and joy for the game and and all of that. So absolutely. We're going to be here. And I think I've seen some posts uh, from people, but you know, I think for, for people like us, the big thing is just speaking on it, us bringing attention to it, sharing our feelings, drawing attention to changes that need made is how we can help in that protest and stand up and, you know, the changes that need to be made at the top of Activision Blizzard unfortunately we really can't do anything that's going to be on like the shareholders and and the people who really have the control over being able to to make those changes there's not really anything like that that we can do but us being able to to share our voices talk about it like this i think is is a huge thing and i i feel like that's what we can do and i'm i'm glad that we have the opportunity to do that
0: you know, there is actually one thing that I know for sure that we have the power to do, and not just us, but everybody listening. When when the when the news first hit back in July of, of all the abuses that were happening at, at, at Activision Blizzard, the the employees of, of Activision Blizzard formed the union. They started organizing and protesting as a group, staging strikes, staging walkouts. That's had an effect. That's the kind of stuff that gets shareholders paying attention because when you can't produce a product, you don't make any money. And it's a tremendous sacrifice for anyone who's relying on that job to put food on the table or to make rent, especially in Irvine, California. I know what the cost of living is there. So I know everybody who works at Blizzard, every, you know, who, who does the everyday work there, sacrificed a lot to walk out on their jobs and protest. The number one first thing we can do is support the union at at Blizzard and show our support either vocally or monetarily or anything else we can do. Anything that's in your power to do, support the union, because that's the only way that you can get change made for the workers, by the workers in a big corporation like that. Because... And, and I'm, I'm going to diverge a little bit here into workplace culture for a sec. Human resources is not your friend, okay? I know that, that that's the way human resources is created, but human resources departments exist largely to protect the company from you because they know that when workers work together, that's when they have power. So human resources will divide and conquer. They'll sit you down one at a time, mediate, do you know all the all that other stuff because they know if they can handle you one at a time, you don't have the power to fight back. So forget all that noise. If you're having a problem at your workplace, form a union or join a union. One of the two. It don't even have to be a formal union. Even if you just stage a group or walk out on the job, walk out if you have to. Stand up for yourself. And that's what we need to do. We need to we need to help and support the, the Activision Blizzard workers who are who formed that union to fight back against the corporate power that was abusing it for so long. So that's what we can do together. We can help that union.
1: Okay. Any other thoughts or additions that anybody wants to make on that? Not right now. Okay. Um, well, we're going to... I, I want to shout out and throw out another really exciting thing Uh, that i hope everybody can help support as well and this is another way that i will be trying to help uh, show my support Um, but i was invited to join the casting desk for friday uh, for the master's tour this weekend it is the last master's tour of the year and it's only one of the 3 days, but I'm so excited still. So, you will see me casting throughout the day on Friday. And, you know, I'm I'm not stepping away from that because of of all of this because like I said, I I love the game. I love the esports side of it and I want to continue sharing my passion, standing up and showing that I appreciate everything that the development team and the esports team is doing for the game and, and also for including more women in casting and, and tournaments and things like that. So I am absolutely Mm. still doing that and I am so, so excited for that. So I would love if you all could hang out in the YouTube channel on Friday and, you know, and kind of like cheer me on, you know, show, show your thanks as well to the team for uh, really helping bring those opportunities.
0: Yeah, they, they must like you. They brought you back again.
1: I know. <laughs> this, this,
0: is your, <laughs> this, is your, this is your
1: third cast with them, I think? Second. Second for second? the... Uh, yeah, I, I did one uh, day during the Americas okay. Grandmasters over last season, and then gotcha. I'll be doing this. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's the start of even more. I definitely... I, I love casting, like I said, multiple times. You know, I love the game. I love the, the tournament stuff. And, you know... uh one thing that a lot of people may, may or may not know about me depending on, on how long you've known me, but um, I'm definitely somebody who, like, I never really had a passion for anything. I struggle to, like, stick with stuff for a long period of time. You know, I, I really start to get burnt out on things or lose interest in things very quickly. And Hearthstone is, outside of my, my marriage, Hearthstone is the only <laughs> thing that I've done for... A long period of time and that is you know I've played since beta and if anything the longer I play just the more and more involved I get and that is very like opposite of everything else that I usually do in my life so that's why it's so important to me to to be a part of all of this and continue you know supporting because it really has been something that I I enjoy I connect with I found a community where I feel like I'm actually a part of something you know and And that's why these things are so important to me so you know yeah sometimes I come across as like I'm super over the top or I'm cringy or whatever it's whatever because it's (laughs) that's how I feel so you know I don't care if I'm cringy I like to say like I'm corny and I'm cheesy but that's okay because I like food and I like cheese and corn and it's fine I'm just gonna (laughs) continue being cheesy and corny (laughs) there you go (laughs) Uh, so, yes, I am super excited for for some casting. It, it's Master Source, so it's standard. But we had. Did you guys get a chance to watch at least some of the. Holy crap, there was so much tournament. Uh, the Hearthstone Global Invitational?
2: Barely. Oh. Barely. There was
0: so much, and I still missed most of it. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm so mad that we really don't have time to talk about it today. Like, we really need yeah. to talk about this other stuff. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll get back to it. I mean, there's... We'll get back to it. I yeah. promise. Yeah, it's it's we what we definitely,
1: love. We wanted to do more of a deep dive into it, which um, hopefully we can do a little bit more talk about it next week. But then all of this came up, and, yeah, it definitely felt very important that we talk about this. Plus, I wasn't expecting those um, several buffs either. So, yeah. <laughs> but... It was a great tournament. Definitely recommend people trying to go back and watch some of those VODs, uh, and then hopefully we'll get to talk about it a little bit more next week. I imagine there's probably going to be a little bit less news next week, uh, so, whew, yes.
0: Well, we, we hope so. Or, 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 or let it be good news, yes. and not more bad news.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, either of you have anything else that you want to talk about, or we want to kind of mention before we start to wrap things up for today.
0: Oof.
2: Drink your I, water. Uh, drink water, please. <laughs> That's what it got, man. Drink your water. Listen to the podcast. Be nice to people.
0: Be kind. It costs you nothing to be kind, really. It's not hard. I got a I got a I got a DM today from 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 somebody I don't like. And and he said, why haven't you killed yourself yet? I'm like, I'm not even gonna acknowledge that with a response because oh. I'm living my best life. And you're a sad little man. That's nothing better to do. But hey, you know what? I got good news. I got sort of good I can't quite say it. I haven't signed on a dotted line yet, folks, but I have a job in gaming. I mean, I already have a job in gaming, but, like, I got a big offer for from a big company, from a card game company that you have probably heard of that's not Hearthstone. It's really exciting. And, like... <laughs> we're probably moving across the country soon, so I, I can't say yet because I haven't signed the dotted line. But I am so excited about this, and it's and I'm going to be able to be touching the lives of a lot of you who ha- got started playing with paper cardboard. Uh, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about by now. If you know what I'm talking about, if you know, you know. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, tell me without telling me.
0: <laughs> tell I'm going to tell you without. Go. <laughs> we're going to we're going to gather and have a magical conversation about this new job <laughs> that i'm about to start <laughs> in <beautiful>. 3 weeks.
1: <laughs> well, it is very exciting. We're we're very yeah. happy for you. Can't wait.
2: It's going to be fun. You're right. Congrats.
1: All right. Well, how how do you how do you feel about wrapping it up for this week? There was a lot to talk about. Some good, some not so good, but you know? We're going to talk about it, and next week, we're going to get to hopefully dive into some more gameplay-type stuff. But thank you all for hanging out and chatting if you've made it this far. really do appreciate it. Yep. All right. Let's talk about where you can find us. Mentioned it earlier. If you want to give us suggestions on what you'd love to see, segments you want us to put in the show, anything like that, um, yeah, I mean, you can find our episodes on YouTube everywhere that you can find audio podcasts and give us those suggestions or, you know, just tell us we're doing a great job and keep going. You can do all of that uh, on Twitter at spirit healer pod, or send us an email at spirit at gmail.com and join in our discussions in our discord. It's growing a little bit at a time. I love to see it but we're definitely trying to get that more active. So we should have a link in the show notes and on our Twitter page for that as well. We want to thank purple cat for the use of the amazing music that we use for the show and to find more from each of us. You can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D a W N I E DK. Uh, find me on Twitch and YouTube dragon Rider DK every week. Talking standard Hearthstone over at the doctor three HS podcast and also this Friday, November 19th, or via the VOD on YouTube, find me casting, find me casting yes. the Masters Tour of North City. Ah, so excited. Okay. Thank you for letting me get that out. All right. <laughs> Cinder, <laughs> where can we find more from you?
0: It's it's all on the Twitter. It's at Cinder Ascendant. You know, now that I got my Howard Beale moment out, I'm... uh. Well, oh, you know, a little cooled down, so let's have a let's have a fun conversation maybe about the new cards uh that 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 got previewed for uh fractured in, in Alterac. That's that's exciting. For the horde. No arguments.
1: For the horde. Yes, let's go. <laughs> all right, Simba, where can everybody find all of your glorious content?
2: Dope. All right. All platforms at Simba TV underscore two Eyes s-i-i-m-b-a-t-v underscore um simba tv no underscore on youtube and uh if i find anywhere else to put myself i'll let you guys know
1: perfect well again thank you so much for listening especially to this important episode thank you for choosing us as your resting place of choice